I know what it's like to feel invisible, to think it's too late to become what you've always wanted to be. You feel like it's too late to have more life. I felt that way too, but when I lost my brother to cancer, he made me realize I have way more life to live. And I discovered the choice was mine to live it or not. I know you want to become confident and empowered, and you deserve to step into that life you are yearning for. I'm Carrie V, and I get it. There is more greatness to come in your life, and I know you can feel it. I've made a choice to live my big life. Now it is your turn to be empowered and step into the life that has always been yours. It's time for you to step off the sidelines and into your own life, the one you were created to live. It's easier than you think. I believe in you. In fact, I am your biggest fan. So let's get started. Do you have trouble asking for help? I know I sure do. And I've been talking to a lot of you this week and asking the same question. Do you have trouble asking for help? Or do you just try to power through and do it all yourself? You know, I can do this, which is a great attitude to have. I can do this. But is that attitude of I can do this, does that mean we don't ever ask for help? If you've never taken the Enneagram personality test, I highly, highly recommend it. In fact, I've linked a book in the show notes that I think is the best on the subject. And I have taken the test. In fact, I've taken it multiple times for multiple places. And I always come out a two, which means I am at my core a helper. I will give you all the help in the world. In fact, I love to offer help. Love it. I'll help you all day long. I'm your girl. If you need someone to help you do something, call me. I'll be there. But asking for help? Yeah, I don't like to do that. I I don't like to do that. I'll play the martyr before I'll ask for help. (laughs) But how does that serve me? And how does it serve you to be unwilling to ask for help? I recently ordered a new office chair. I needed it. I needed one that would be supportive of my body. And I I did some research and I ordered an office chair. It came in a box. And it, it said that it had minimal assembly required. In my mind, that meant I could do this by myself. I don't even have to ask for help. So yesterday morning, I decided I was going to put that chair together. And I was not going to ask for help. In fact, in my mind, I could see me putting this chair together and then calling my husband down, whom I call Thor, by the way. I was going to call Thor down and say, look what I did. I was so, I had it all planned out in my head. You do that, right? You've done that. I know you have. I know you have. So you might as well own up. You play it all out in your head. I'm going to do this. And what that does is cement in your, in your brain, I am not asking for help. I might be laying there in a puddle of sweat, blood, and tears, but I am not asking for help. I took this chair out of the box. I laid all the pieces around me, came with a little Allen wrench. I was like, cool. I can put this whole office chair together with an Allen wrench and eight bolts and five casters that went into a beautiful, beautiful chrome base. 
In fact, that was the first step. First step was to turn that base over, put the chrome casters in, and it said, until you feel or hear a click. I can do this. So I put the casters in, pushing on them with all my might. I could not get them to click in place no matter what I did. So my thought was, <laughs> okay, I'll put all of those wheels in, all of the little rolly wheels in the casters, put them in there. I'll flip it over and kind of lean on it. I still couldn't get them to click into place. And they were all, they all went in at different, different levels. So it wasn't really sitting straight because they weren't all clicked into place. In fact, none of them were clicked into place, but I had gotten some of them further than others. So here was my thought process. I can do this myself. I'll just wait till I put the top of the chair on the base and I'll sit on it and they'll all click into place. Are you seeing the accident waiting to happen? That's not where my thought process was. I'm going to flip this chair over. It is not going to be stable because the base isn't stable. That's not where my head was. My head was, I can do this myself. To me, that seemed like a grand plan. So I moved my attention to the seat of the chair. And that process was, now I'm, I am going through my Instagram stories with this. I'm documenting this. And I've said in the first one, I can do this myself. So I went on to the next step, flip the seat of the chair over and you bolt a base to that. Did that very, very well. I thought I had it on there good and tight, good and tight. From there, you take the back of the chair and you attach it to the seat of the chair which meant you had to hold the back in place while you put longer bolts now in to bolt them together. Try as I might. Try as I might. I had reading glasses on that were fogged with sweat, literally running down my face as I'm trying to balance the back of the chair onto the seat of the chair and, and bolt that thing into place with the Allen wrench. It really was minimal assembly required. But a little bit of background. Three months ago, I had surgery on my left arm where they cut a piece of the ulnar bone out and put it back together with some kind of hardware in there. I don't have the strength back in this arm. To make matters worse, I had just done a lifting workout. So I had already fatigued this arm, which already doesn't have its strength back. Not even close. So I'm trying to balance the back of this chair onto the seat of the chair while I get these bolts in here, but my left arm just was not strong enough to match my right arm. And I sat back, I sat back on my knees and I took a deep breath and I, I thought, I'm going to have to ask Thor for help. So I made my way upstairs from my office to the main floor of the house and Thor was sitting there reading his newspaper on his phone. And I, I said, Thor, sometimes I call him Mr. Incredible, but today he was Thor. I said, Thor, I need some help on my office chair. Now, do you think he turned around and was like, oh, you're so weak? No way. No. He said, sure, I'll be right there. Thor came downstairs and I said, I already did the base. See, I got the casters in and he looked at it very skeptically. And he said, would you mind if I checked it? <sighs> Let's kind of find out. Yeah, go ahead. So he flipped it over and started to laugh. And he said, you're supposed to click those into place. And he touched them and clicked them into place as if he was putting, 
as if he was shoving, you know, a marshmallow onto a s'more. It was so it was so easy for him to just click, 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 clicked them all into place and turned it over. He goes, now it's safe. Now it's safe. Then he took the base of the chair and he looked at what the plate that I had bolted on there that I was sure was on there as tight and secure. And he picked up the Allen wrench and he said, I'm I'm just going to make sure these are tight enough. And he got two full, two full turns out of them. Dag on it, dag on it. Then he picked up the base of the chair as if it wasn't, or the back of the chair to put onto the base, the seat and put it on there as if it was nothing. As if he was lifting air, he put it together for me. And then he put the whole chair onto the base where he rolled it across the floor to my desk. Done. Well, he sat in it first and spinned for a bit. As if it was the easiest thing in the world. And it was for him. It was for him because he was in his wheelhouse. Putting stuff together sets him on fire. Not a bead of sweat, no fogged glasses. And he was happy to help me. But I'm the two on the Enneagram. I'm the one who likes to give help. But I found myself in a position where I had to ask for help. And it was hard. It was really, really hard for me to ask for help. But when I watched him roll that chair over to my desk, I was really happy I had because I'd still probably probably be fighting, trying to get that thing balanced to put the screws in. I, I would still be fighting that. I asked for help and it was done in less than five minutes. Lesson learned. You're wondering why your energy is so low. You can't understand why you keep staying stuck in this mindset of scarcity and why you always end up in a victim mode. You would love to shift away from scarcity to abundance in your entire life. You'd love to get rid of all that anger and turn it into love. And you'd certainly love to get out of the loop of hopelessness and into a loop of aspiration. You just don't know how. The answer is a daily practice of gratitude. I believe in this so much that I created an entire online program entitled Unlimited Gratitude, embracing gratitude even when you're weary and worn, especially when you're weary and worn. And it is my gift to you. So if you head to the link in the show notes and enter the code COFFEE100 at checkout, you will receive 100% off the purchase price. I will share with you in this program how this amazing power of gratitude is on your health, your happiness, your relationships, and your overall well-being. So head to the link in the show notes, click on it, use the code COFFEE100, and I'll see you inside Unlimited Gratitude. So why do we have trouble asking for help, girlfriend? I think there's three main reasons. We believe we need to be tough. And maybe someone told you that. Maybe someone told you that in your past. You need to just toughen up and do it yourself. That wasn't a wise person who told you that. Yes, we try. Yes, be willing to try things. But never asking for help is not good advice. Toughen up. 
toughen up. Then you fear rejection because that person who told you that you probably asked them to help you with something and they didn't want to help you. So they gave, they gave you that answer. So now you fear rejection on top of that. And you don't want to feel like a burden makes a perfect storm. You believe you need to toughen up. Maybe somebody told you that then you fear rejection and you don't want to feel like a burden. Number two reason. This is me. We like being in control of being in control. We fear losing our grip or, you know, we just don't want to take the help. That was me. I wanted to be in control of that chair. I was going to conquer that chair. I liked being in control of what I could control. Asking for help almost feels like you're giving up control. It's not true, but it's how it feels. And number three reason, you believe it's a sign of weakness. You feel shame around asking for help. That often comes from a time in your past where you asked for help and somebody shamed you, going back to reason number one, for asking for that help. But that's not the truth. Is it really a weakness to ask for help or is it actually a strength in admitting you don't know something or you're simply not strong enough as it was in the case of my chair? I could have kept wrestling with it. I probably could have wrestled with it enough to damage some some hardware in my arm. But how smart would that have been? It was way more strong of me to ask for help. So how do you ask for help then? If asking for help is not a sign of weakness, but actually a sign of strength, if it doesn't take away our control, which it doesn't, we're simply asking for help. And if, it's, if it doesn't have anything to do with making a burden on someone or, or facing rejection, how, how do we then ask for help? Learn to ask. Learn to ask and be straightforward. Be straightforward in your request. Thor, I need help with my office chair, please. And then listen and don't micromanage. You've asked for help. Now step back and accept the help. And if someone says to you, toughen up, do it yourself. They weren't the right person to ask. That's all. It doesn't mean that you're weak or that it's shameful. It means they have a problem and they should get some counseling. Seriously. Ask for help, accept the help, and don't micromanage. Number two, say thank you and mean it, mean it. Yes, I thanked him for helping me with my chair. It meant the world to me. I have this great office chair now because I asked for help and he came down and I stepped back as he checked all my work. (laughs) He actually said you did a great job on what you got done. When you're asking the right person for help, it's an amazing experience. So learn to ask straightforward, say thank you. And three, Understand who asks for help. Who asks for help? Human beings who have a problem to solve. Human beings who have a problem to solve. That's who asks for help. That's everyone. That is everyone, including my husband, Thor. There are things that he asks me for help with. Honey, could you help me with this? This is out of my wheelhouse. That's how it works. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. We all have a problem to solve. So we all are going to ask for help at some point. All of us. Learn to ask, say thank you, and understand that everyone needs help 
at some point. It's why we need excellent coaches and group coaching programs, counselors, online courses, in-person courses. We all need help. I love to coach my clients. I also love to be coached by my coaches because we all are human beings with a problem that we need solved. That's everyone. Stop trying to act so tough. Mandisa has a song that I'll also link in the show notes. And in the beginning, the words say, why you got to act so strong? Why you got to act so strong? Why you got to act so strong? Go ahead and take off your brave face. Take off your brave face. Ask for help. I promise you it's okay. I promise you it makes you stronger. And I promise you I'm behind you all the way. I love you and I'll talk to you next time. Hey, thanks for listening in. I want you to know I do not take it for granted that you give me this time to have coffee and tea together with me. But before you go, it would mean the world to me if you grab a quick coffee or tea refill and pop into the podcast reviews and leave me a review. It's how this podcast grows. It's how it reaches and empowers more women. And it's how I know how to serve you best. I want this podcast to be what you need. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode and share it with your friends. And follow me on Instagram at I am Carrie V. Remember, it is never too late. Peace out, girlfriend. Pow, pow.